Good afternoon. I'm Tom Cran. A phenomenon. That's what William Gustavo Franklin says is at the heart of his new book, Latin Art in Minnesota. It features interviews with 12 local artists with roots in Central and South America. Alex V. Cipolli reports. Just off East Lake Street in Minneapolis, William Gustavo Franklin squints at the sun, reflecting off the mosaic of the Americas. The tiled mural is two stories high. At the top, a condor and an eagle face each other. They represent South and North America. And there's more to the title, by the way, Many Strengths and Many Struggles. Dedicated to friendship and understanding between the people of the global north and the global south. Okay, dedicado a la amistad y el entendimiento entre los pueblos del norte y sur de las Américas. The mural was created in 2001, a community effort led by local Mexican artist Gustavo Lira Garcia and famed Mexican muralist Jose Luis Soto. Feels really like some sort of a new realism, a new, a new statement, hint into contemporary art, you know? It was one of the works of art that first struck Franklin after moving from Venezuela in the early 90s. Franklin is a local curator and educator. He features it in the new book he edited, Latin Art in Minnesota. I wanted this book kind of tell a history more of contemporary art. The book features 12 artists and their art. Included are the paintings of Lyra Garcia and the surrealist collages of Carmen Gutierrez Bulger. Also in the book is the graphic art of Luis Fitch and the conceptual sculpture of Alonzo Serralta, along with the works of many others. But perhaps most important are the intimate Q&As. The artists tell their stories, their paths to Minnesota, from Chile, Cuba, Mexico, and beyond. They talk about identity, immigration, and what it's like to be an artist here. Franklin and a handful of the artists gathered to discuss the book at Uno Branding, Fitch's creative agency in Minneapolis. Franklin says the book captures a phenomenon, a confluence of talent in Minnesota from the mid-90s to today. There's something here that is major, that is not just an ethnic moment. Like, no, we're ready to enter red carpet, so to speak, to any major museum in the world. Gutierrez Bolger, originally from Cuba, agrees. It's a moment in time, you know, like Billy has captured us in this time frame and, and where we're all together and there's something really very special about that and very magical and Billy's calling it a phenomenon. I love that. <laughs> Alondra Garza moved from the Mexico-U.S. border a few years ago. She says people in the Latino community here don't feel welcome going to art exhibitions. This book could bridge that gap. People like my mom, if she reads this book, someone that has never been to a museum for multiple reasons, and they realize like art is it's a lot about community, and it's not just fancy, and Latinos are in the art, so they are welcome to come. And that's also why I think books are important. Definitely. I think a book is going to be yeah. a lot easier to reach yes. rural areas. And mm-hmm. matter of fact, the largest populations of Hispanics and Latinos, it's yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah. Fitch, originally from Mexico, says he wants to see a museum or center for Latino art on East Lake Street at the heart of the community. In the meantime, he hopes the book creates that space. My experience was the first time my mom took me to a museum. I was five years old and I saw Picasso show and I knew for the rest of my life what I wanted to do. So I hope this book does that for a little kid in East Lake Street, that he can go to a museum and see that any of these 12 people represent their culture and their beliefs and their way of living. That's, that's, that's the phenomenon. That's the... <laughs>
Latin Art in Minnesota is available through the University of Minnesota Press. I'm Alex Visapoli, NPR News, Minneapolis. And Alex's story made possible in part by the Minnesota Legacy Amendments Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.